and the pursuit of truth and common sense in an unbelievable world. You're listening to The Right Mind Podcast with your host, Todd Showalter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Right Mind. I'm Todd Showalter. Today, my guest is author Kristen Stovall. And she is the author of it. Actually, it's a trilogy that she's got. And uh, she's going to tell us a little bit about it. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been a wacky day, but I'm glad to finally <laughs> have you here with me. Uh, I've met, you know, I've met some authors before, but uh, I've never had an interview with somebody that's done a trilogy. Tell us a little bit about that, what it's about. Uh, well, the trilogy is based off the fact that I am a young widow and it was my way of kind of working through those emotions and a safe space to talk about it because I'm fairly private with my feelings. I don't like to cry in front of people, you know. So it's based around a young woman who becomes widowed in her 20s and it's in a fantasy world. So as a result of this connection between her soul and her soulmates, she inherits these abilities to heal through magic and goes off out of her quiet little corner of the kingdom and is thrown into this big world of adventure and danger that she just really doesn't feel equipped to cope with. <laughs> wow. Okay. So is it a, uh, what, what time period does this take place in? Uh, it's medieval fantasy, but it's in a, a wholly different world. So it's not set in our world. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's a really interesting premise. So the uh, she's widowed, and then is is it the ghost of her spouse that that helps guide her? How's how does that work? Yeah. What I've set up is that in certain circumstances, and it's very rare, mm -hmm. uh, when one of the partners dies unexpectedly, then their souls will form a connection and be bound. So she can still hear and see him and speak with him, although others who are not magic users cannot. Okay. Okay. And what's the name of the, uh, the, uh, the, the first edition? The first book is called Soulbound, which is Soulbound. the term for these these people who have the healing abilities because of loss. Okay. Now, is this main character or heroine, is, is she based on you to some aspect? I mean, every character that I write is based on me in some way. I pull different elements of my you know, personality for each character, but I, I wanted to be very sure to have her be her own distinct person. I have had people go, oh, so this is about you and Dustin. And I'm like, no, no, not so much. <laughs> I didn't get any magic powers. It wasn't an origin story for me. <laughs> I got you. Now, how long ago did, how long ago did your husband pass away? He passed away in 2010. Okay, in 2010. I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. And so what, what was it that kind of made you go in this direction? I mean, what I mean, that's it's definitely an interesting way of uh, starting out on a new book or a series of books. I mean, what was your inspiration? I mean, aside from the uh, the event, what what inspired you to do it? Well, I'd always enjoyed fantasy and had you know, played around with writing. And I'd always enjoyed storytelling, although when I was younger, I thought it meant that I wanted to be an actress. And I, I do enjoy being on stage and acting. But then I discovered that I really didn't want to play out someone else's story. I wanted to write my own. And just, you know, suddenly at 28, I was found, you know, I found myself, <laughs> the life I was going to live was just over. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like all my plans were gone and I didn't, you know, we were married for a year and a half and we didn't have any children. And it was like, well, why did any of this happen? So it, it also gave me purpose and it helped me feel like there was some meaning and something good 
came out of it. And he was a very creative person as well. So it, it just, it gave me a way to say goodbye and make sure because he, he did take his own life and he was a very popular person around town. He was kind of a local celebrity and I, I really just didn't want his darkest hour to be the last chapter in his life. So. Wow. Okay. It, yeah. Well, that's very, so it was very therapeutic then, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Now is the character the way, you, I mean, it's uh, the main character is based on you to some aspect is the other character that the spouse is it that is that character related to Dustin? Did you say his name is, I mean, are there similarities? Yeah, his name was Dustin. Uh, apart from the, I, I think there are a few things that Dustin said or did uh, that I, I put into Rory, her soulmate. Uh, he was, Rory was very popular and Dustin was very popular. So that was kind of drawn from reality. But I I kind of needed to keep those two more separate because, and I've based characters off of friends too. And you have to just, there's a point at which you have to divide it because you'll get completely stymied if you just try to figure out what your friend or, you know, in this case, my my dead husband would have done in any situation. Like there's sure. a point at which you just have to go, Nope, this is not that person. <laughs> so what, I mean, what was in this first, in the first uh, edition, what was the overall, what was the plot? What was the storyline? What, what, what was going on? Uh, well, the first edition, the first uh, book in this trilogy, a lot of it is, you know, an introduction into the world and the characters and the concepts. And it just sort of sets up for what happens later in the trilogy. I kind of keep it a little bit, oh, this is what's happening. This is fine. And then we find out there's a lot more going on. Okay. Well, what's your process as an author? Is this your first book? Or you said you were involved in theater and things like that beforehand. But uh, I mean, as far as writing goes, was this your first you know, major endeavor here? Yeah. I mean, I had played around in like fan fiction and stuff just just as a way to cut my teeth and that's sort of it it's somebody else's sandbox but then you're not responsible for creating the world or anything and it's just something like I shared with a few friends and and I I got to know other people and in fact I'm I'm co-writing a series now and that's how I got to meet uh that friend of mine my co-author who's also a published author um but it's just it's a good way to kind of cut your teeth and and learn how to do things and build characters in a way that, you know, you kind of have a, a net, a safety net. And then I always wanted to write about like the obscure characters that didn't really have a part in the story. And I realized, mm -hmm. oh, I want to write my own stuff. <laughs> Generally, a story idea comes to me. It'll just be like a scene and, and a piece of music will inspire it or maybe something I, you know, like a piece of art something I see out on the streets and it just gives me like a little idea for a scene. And then that generally just spirals into something ridiculously epic. <laughs> okay. So as far as the trilogy goes, I mean, when you, did you know from the, uh, the beginning that there was going to be a trilogy or did it just kind of lead into that? It led into that. I, it started with a scene where this young woman was getting to say goodbye to you know, the spirit of, of her loved one. And that, then I started to kind of wonder who those characters were and what brought them to that place. And then I was like, okay, I've got a story. And then as I was going through the story, I thought, okay, I've got two. Wait, nope, this is a trilogy. And I knew that it had one of two endings 
that could happen. And I didn't decide till the end of the second book, which way I was going to go with the nope. ending. Okay. Now you mentioned, uh, publishing is, is this, uh, are all three of these published at this point? Yes. The trilogy is complete and a prequel just came out in December. Wow. Great. Okay. And, and where is that? Uh, where's your book? Where are they available? Are they on Amazon or how can people get They're on Amazon? They can be ordered through Barnes and Noble books, a million, uh, through me. There are some bookstores that carry them. Amazon's probably the easiest place to find them. And, you know, probably where most people go for books. Okay, well, we'll <laughs> make sure that we... get... Yeah. And we'll so put you can also get them in e- Gotcha. Okay. We'll include all that. So what, what is your process? I mean, as a, as an author, I mean, what's like, do you, do you, you know, have a regular schedule? I mean, do you have writing hours or how does that go? Or are you just kind of, I'm a cartoonist. And so, you know, I have my, yeah. my certain writing periods. I might, when I actually do the artwork and that, so I'm pretty regimented about it. Do you have the same thing as when you're actually writing? It's fairly organic. Um, initially it was just, when I'm really on a roll, I will lose all track of time and write from sun up to sundown and barely sleep because the characters won't shut up in my head and I'm getting all of these ideas. I do try to at least keep you know, at the very least, I do have certain hours I want to make sure that I fill with writing work and that I'm doing something productive with it, particularly if it's editing, because I hate that part. I hate going back through my stuff. And, do you have an editor that helps you? Yeah, I editor. do. Okay. I do. But, I, you know, I still have to do my rewrites and everything before it even goes to the editor. And then it comes back to me and I have to go look at that again. And it's there are a lot of rinses to every book that... It's a well, process. Sounds, I mean, what I mean, it sounds like such a daunting undertaking, like coming out with your first book. <laughs> I mean, when you first dove into it, I mean, did you did you know that, yeah, this is going to be a book and this is my plan or did things just kind of progress? I mean, how did you go about once it was finished and you'd gone through the edits that you did and you sent it to an editor? What were your next steps? I mean, did you, did you uh, uh, submit it to the publishing houses? Did you uh, publish it yourself or what was that whole process? Well, I I hired a professional editor and then I chose to publish it myself after talking to several people who had been both traditionally published and who had uh, self-published and some who had done both, who had Mm -hmm. been traditionally published and then switched to independent publishing. And so I did my research and then I decided, well, I don't want to wait for anyone to tell me that I can be successful. So I'm just going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I mean, that seems to be, I mean, it used to be, it's almost like uh, filmmaking and things like that. It used to be, oh, you got to make your film and it's got to go through a studio or go through distribution. But, you know, you have the indies that come out now and the same with music and now with writing as, as well. The independent markets uh, are really starting to come to the forefront. I mean, I am. They are because we live in an age where all of the technology for it is just way more available to people. And for some of it, for very reasonable costs. Right. And and, and not only that, I mean, the money that you're giving up to a publisher, um, you know, you, you can, you know, I mean, by taking that those funds and putting it directly into your own marketing and doing yeah. your own, I mean, you know, it, it puts you ahead in a lot of ways. So it does. Did you? Uh, so what? What was your process for self-publishing? Did you do it all through Amazon, or did you actually have these physically printed, or how did that work? I did it through Amazon. It's really the. I mean, just looking at the market, it's the most practical way to go. Uh-huh. You know, and, and Amazon has expanded distribution. So all of these different bookstores and things like that can, in fact, order them and sell them if they want to. Libraries can order them. Um, 
and I also do in-person events and go and just talk to local bookstores. And so it's, there's a lot of legwork. <laughs> I mean, do you schedule all that yourself? I mean, I find this stuff fascinating. I mean, I know, yeah. I mean, the whole creative process, you know, of, of making, of creating the book and writing the book, the, you know, yeah. everything that goes into it. But again, like any artist or any, like a writer, a lot of people don't understand that you just don't write a book and boom, there it is. Everybody reads it. No, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So, uh, I mean, that's, it's, it's neat. That's why I'm kind of interested to see, you know, some yeah. of your trials and tribulations that you've been through from that aspect. Yeah. And it, it also, when you publish independently, and I'm sure this is of any kind of independent art, you always have to sort of fight for people to take it seriously. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, just because I chose a different path does not mean it's just me playing a game. I'm not playing writer. I do this full time. Right. It, you know, it took time to convince people, no, this is a job. It takes, I mean, it's 40 hours a week is, would be a light work week <laughs> oh absolutely people don't realize that no i mean you're, you're, you're a writer boss. yeah <laughs> you're, you're a writer because i tell people i draw cartoons they're like what the hell what <laughs> right <laughs> like does what are you sure he's not in the like, relocation program yeah and then they kind of look at you like so what do you do for work right 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 <laughs> like I, right. I, I make balloon animals. I, I make balloon animals. Uh, something <laughs> right. like that. I, no, it's right. crazy. So what? Okay, now you've got the trilogy. Um, is this just going to keep going, or, or is is this the end? I mean, or do these characters keep going on and on and on? I would like to revisit them at least in cameo form in some stories I kind of have swirling around in my head for later on that take place after the trilogy. At least you know. The ones that are still around. <laughs> and I was going to say, without any spoiler alerts, I mean, do our characters, yeah. do you have a, I mean, is that opportunity there? I mean, for uh, them to go on? Oh, we don't have to say that, but, you know, we'll have people read the books. For what, some we, of them. Yeah. Okay. But you want to, yeah. what? Okay, yes. So I, no, maybe. <laughs> right. Right. You know, read it if you want to find out. Right. 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 But I'm currently kind of working on it. I'm uh, stretching some different writing muscles. I'm co-writing a, new series which we're going to put the first book out next month and what's that about february 20th it, it's called the fate touched chronicles and it actually does take place in this world but it has like a fantasy twist so it's more leaned toward romance but with some fantasy in it uh the fate touched are people who have magic because they have fey uh in their heritage and their bloodlines mm -hmm. so yeah the first book takes place in Victorian Scotland, and so, so it kind of goes from there. <laughs> you like that period? I mean, you're into uh, the the medieval and the you know the earlier. You're not. Yeah, I got you. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so the, the the new series. I mean, is this maybe even though it, it's different? I mean, when people read it, I mean, do you have a specific style? Would you say that you know people say, oh, uh, you know, I I recognize you know. I recognize this book from other ones. For example, I'll read books and some authors, you know, you know what to expect, whether it's a Beach James Patterson book or something else, you know what you're going right. to get. Do you have a specific style in your writing? I I definitely have my own style because I'm co-writing this new series. It's different. We have, you know, we each have our own style and we kind of have to meld them together. It's very helpful that the person that I'm co-writing them with was a bit of an well not a bitch she was a very big influence mm -hmm. in my development as a writer so it's kind of easy for me to sort of lean into that a little bit and we've been friends for 20 years so 
we also know each other very well, you know, but when I write my own stuff, it definitely has its distinct style, which of course is influenced by what I enjoy. So sure. absolutely. Any big goals down the, uh, down the road? Do you think any of these have uh, film potential? I mean, I would love them to be made into film. <laughs> have, you thought, have you thought about that? I mean, I mean, cause that's, oh, yeah. With the content oh, yeah. and the way things are going, I mean that uh, that's always you know a big avenue to pursue. So, I mean, have you done that yet? Have you talked to any editors and say, you know, hey, I think this might make a good miniseries or something? Um, I haven't spoken to anyone yet, just because I'm not quite sure how to start that process. And I kind of I wanted to make sure that I had the trilogy completed first, and I I want to focus on kind of establishing that world really well and. Uh, refining my craft and becoming a better, stronger, and uh, more flexible writer. Mm -hmm. But it is definitely something I want, I would love to see happen. I always sort of mentally cast all of the characters. So I, I have entire cast lists in my head. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, who would that? I do. <laughs> who is your uh, main character? Who's, who's going to lead that one? Well, she changes from time to time as I see different people, and I haven't found the person that I really feel is just perfect for her yet. Uh, I do like, I think her name is Jessica Blake Finley. She was in Downton Abbey. Uh, I like her as Aislinn. Uh, ben Barnes is cast in like everything in my brain. So, <laughs> okay. But Ben Barnes is sort of her, it would be Rory. Uh, Richard Madden would be one of the other characters. So, yeah. And then there, there's also casting for the new series and for the prequels. It kind of helps me to have that visual, to have that person in my head. Right. And I was going to say, right. Yeah. yeah. So you, and he, yeah. So you picture, you actually picture this you know, potential actor, actress actually <laughs> reading your, your lines, so to speak. Huh? Oh yeah. 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 Sort of picture them in the, the, the scenarios and the scenes and everything. Now, even though I do cast them, they, the characters always kind of end up in my head, taking on their own personalities and their own faces. And so while they'll kind of start out that person, they will change and they're not entirely that person in my head. But like, if I had to pick someone, that's who I'd pick. <laughs> oh, there you go. Do you have a lot of fan feedback? Do you get a lot of readers that get in touch with you? Uh, you know, I have some people that do reach out and, and get in touch with me and talk to me a little bit. I, for the most part, they kind of just do it in a very sort of, you know, they'll comment on stuff and be respectful. Once in a blue moon, someone will message me and they're usually very polite. So any crazy stories, though? I mean, everybody likes not, <laughs> not yet. No, no crazy stories yet. So <laughs> hoping nothing too crazy or scary happens gotcha. <laughs> but i'm gonna start doing the uh like the comic-con circuit soon so comic okay all right when does so that might... all start the one out in san diego or just uh, the ones regionally uh regionally so far i do i will be going to one called tolcon in tulsa oklahoma which is a play on tulsa and tolkien and that is going to be april 29th through may 1st Okay. So I'm excited to do that one. And I did a brief, I kind of, they had a table at a Comic-Con that was really close to me. So I went on over and I sat with them for a few days. So I got to know the showrunners for Tolkien and I'll be doing that. What are those like? You know, I'll be honest with you, I've never been to one. I mean, I've seen, I've heard <laughs> of them, but are, are they real? I mean, I've heard of like people that go to these uh, Star Trek Comic-Cons and they're just uh, infatuated group. I mean, they're, they they go crazy. I mean, is that what these are like? I mean, are you think eventually if people are going to dress up like your characters and and hound you? 
I mean, I would fangirl all over someone who came walking up to me dressed as Aislinn. Like, I would have a moment to be genuinely cool, and I would fail epically. I may, I I may, like, I'm going to oh. work on that. I'm going to work on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jot that down, see if we can make that happen. Okay. I'll lose my, I would lose my mind. <laughs> uh, they're really cool. I've been to more as just a, a guest, as a visitor. Uh, yeah. So I, I walk around and... I've always been really pleased that I've been able to play it relatively cool when I met the celebrities. I got to meet Billy Boyd, who plays my favorite Hobbit, and I was very proud of myself for being cool, you know, handed him a copy of the book and... And I was like, do you want me to sign it? He goes, oh, yes. <laughs> so, like, I signed my book and gave it to him. And he signed his picture and gave it to me. And it was Wow. <laughs> so you guys are, like, on speed dial now, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Not yet. I know. That'd be very cool. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's really fascinating. Like I said, and it's just everything going into it. I mean, again, you have the whole creative aspect, which is obviously is key. But uh, all the other things that go along with it, I just find really fascinating. So, Really neat stuff. Now, give us, if you would, the names of all three books, because we'll put these on the screen and put them in the descriptions of the uh, podcast. So the first one, go ahead, because I want to put these on. All right. The first one is Soulbound. The second is Soulfire. And the third book is Boundless. Got it. And then the prequel is called The Twisted Path. Twisted Path. Okay. And name my autobiography that. No. <laughs> no. That's fantastic, Chris. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Any uh, last words before we break away until next time? Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Well, <laughs> go blast. buy the books and read them. <laughs> yeah, go get the books. Go get them on Amazon. Check them out. And then, you know, wait yeah. for uh, when, you know, Billy Boy and these people are at the Academy Awards, you know, appearing in Kristen's miniseries right, right. Or, or film. Or, or you know, like Ben Barnes, When if you watch this, give me a call. I got a role for you. <laughs> there you go. I say you got to play it. We'll do lunch. We'll do lunch. There you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you, Kristen. Kristen Stovall with me today. She's the author of uh, her trilogy that she uh, you just saw on the screen here or you're reading about in the descriptions. Look her up on Amazon and get all the books and make sure to visit her at your nearest or upcoming Comic-Con, possibly. Well, until next time, I want to thank everybody for joining me. I'm Todd Showalter. And remember, if you don't have a right mind, you don't have a mind at all. Bye-bye. This has been the Right Mind Podcast with Todd Showalter. 